I don't think that will be seen so so um, alarmingly. All right. Well, good discussion. Very good to hear all your thoughts there. Thank you very much. That was Stuart Allcroft, Chairman of City Trust, Tariq Dennison, Portfolio Manager at GFM Asset Management, and RTHK's International Economics Correspondent, Barry Wood. You're listening to Money Talk on RTHK Radio 3. In the markets this morning, the ASX 200 is currently down now about a third of a percent. The Nikkei 225 in Japan uh, is off um, about 0.8 percent. Futures markets indicating the Hang Seng sliding about half a percent at the open. Uh, Brick crude oil, crude oil slipping $65.12 a barrel and gold at $1,806 an ounce. And just a reminder once again, Financial Secretary Paul Chan will deliver his budget speech this morning and Hugh Chiverton and me will be covering it live from 11 o'clock with some commentary and analysis and then tomorrow in a special money talk from 8 o'clock we'll be discussing the main points from the budget with a panel of guests and on Friday Financial Secretary Paul Chan will be joining Hugh and me in the studio for a special phone-in from 8 to 9 o'clock on Radio 3 and this will be your opportunity to put your questions live about the budget directly to Paul Chan so that's the Financial Secretary phone-in this Friday, 8 to 9 on Radio 3. Stay tuned. Back chat coming up with Hugh Chiverton and Anna Fenton. The, uh, the weather forecast uh, for today is going to be mainly cloudy, sunny intervals, maximum temperature of around 23 degrees, and then windier at first tomorrow. Temperature right now is 19 degrees, 81% relative humidity. 8.31 and a half. Here's Samantha Butler with the half-hour news. No new coronavirus cases have been found after an overnight lockdown and testing of 520 residents at two buildings in Sampo Kong. The lockdown was lifted at 7am. Authorities took action at Cambridge Building and Tong Seng Mansion because there were many subdivided flats there, even though only one case had previously been found at Cambridge Building. The government also raised the limit on public gatherings from two to four people. Former security officials at the U.S. Congress have given conflicting testimony to a Senate hearing on the deadly riot at the Capitol building by Trump supporters last month. The former House Sergeant-at-Arms Paul Irving said intelligence reports days before did not warrant calling out the National Guard in advance. But the then Capitol Police Chief Stephen Sund said he'd favoured a National Guard presence. These criminals came prepared for war. They came with their own radio system to coordinate the attack and climbing gear and other equipment to defeat the Capitol's security features. I am sickened by what I witnessed that day. No civilian law enforcement agency, to include the United States Capitol Police, is trained or equipped to repel an insurrection of thousands of individuals focused on breaching a building at all costs. Both Mr. Sund and Mr. Irving resigned after the riot. The French President Emmanuel Macron says the United Nations Security Council should consider appointing a special envoy for climate security to coordinate its efforts. He told a special virtual meeting of the Council the fight against climate change was a matter of peace and security. The world-famous broadcaster and naturalist Sir David Attenborough said the leaders told the leaders climate change could destroy entire cities and societies if carbon emissions were not cut. People today all over the world now realize this is no longer an issue which will affect future generations. It is people alive today, and in particular young people, who will live with the consequences of our actions. Climate change is a threat to global security that can only be dealt with by unparalleled levels of global cooperation. You're listening to the news on RTHK. 
Good morning and welcome to Backchat. I'm Hugh Chiverton, your co-host today is Anna Fenton. Anna, good morning to you. Good morning, everybody. Today we're talking about the vaccination programme and about the Mars missions. 70,000 people have made appointments for the vaccination programme through the government's website, fully booking available slots for two weeks from the coming Friday. That's using the Sinovac vaccine. And a total of 2.4 million people, including those over 60, healthcare workers and essential staff, cross-boundary workers and residents of care homes, have been given priority to be vaccinated, also starting on Friday. And parts of San Pokong were sealed off last night as the government imposed its first ambush-style lockdown in the Year of the Ox. No cases, as we just heard, were found. Well, what do you make of the uh, vaccination programme? Will you take the jabs or will you wait? And uh, what makes you go either way? After 9.15, we're going to be discussing the many Mars missions. It's not just NASA, you know. Let us know your thoughts on any of these issues. You can leave a message on our Facebook page, Backchat on RTHK Radio 3. You can email us, backchat at rthk.hk, or you can call us on 233 88266, 233 88266. Uh, and as uh, Peter Lewis is pointing out uh, at the end of uh, Money Talk uh, today, we are going to be broadcasting live um, the uh, budget given by the financial secretary uh, this morning from uh, 11 o'clock. Uh, Peter and I will be uh, introducing um, that so that you can uh, hear it live, as I say, from uh, 11, uh, the uh, translation. Uh, and uh, then the financial secretary himself, Paul Chan, will be with us. Uh, here in the studio in Kalantong to answer your questions, to take your phone calls uh, on the uh, budget. Uh, what do you think of it? What are your questions? What are you, is your reaction? Uh, we want to hear. He wants to hear. That's on Friday morning. That's a little earlier, uh, between 8 and 9. But it's the usual number. We'll give priority to uh, phone calls once again, 233-88266. Uh, the number, if you want to speak to the financial secretary, between 8 and 9 on Friday morning. Uh, joining us now to talk about the uh, vaccine programme and uh, the uh, government's uh, measures, we're, we have Dr. Arasina Ma, who's president of the Hong Kong Public Doctors Association. Other doctors will be joining us later in the programme as well. Dr. Ma, good morning to you. Good morning. Thank you for, for joining us. So um, the vaccination programme, first of all, uh, we had 70,000 people uh, flooding the, the website uh, yesterday, uh, booking uh, every slot for the next two weeks. Uh, do you think that means it's uh, being a success? Mm, I think, uh, first of all, um, since uh, uh, after the very uh, large scale of uh, uh, a promotion and all the government official councillor comes up, uh, comes out, seems uh, can, can draw quite a lot of attention from the public, then they must be happy with this response. Are you surprised yourself at how enthusiastic people are? Uh, actually, I don't surprise. Uh, although Hong Kong, we have a uh, we have a quite diversified uh, society. There are some uh, citizens or some uh, very hardcore friends or supporters of the government, uh, as well as the mainland China uh, policy. So um, I don't surprise they will um, they will strongly support the vaccine, no matter all those status and discussion and so on. So we're still a little mystified, Dr. Ma. Why have we not seen any of the data from the Sinovac, and why are they being so shy about it? Um, first of all, I'm not a part of the team. I'm not a member of the team, so I can't. I don't know why. But usually, as uh, uh, 
uh, as a scientist or uh, investigator, if you find that you are not confident with the data uh, you have collected, or you want to have uh, a further, um, let's say, statistical manipulations or look through the whole things again, again, and again, usually you won't uh, publish uh, or send your data to those um, uh, 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 international journal because you know that you will be rejected or you will be asked for uh, a quite uh, dramatic um, modification of your work. That's not encouraging. Um, um, uh, maybe, maybe actually the situation is not that bad. Maybe they just need more and more, longer and longer time to to, to refine their works. But yes, usually if you think if the, the the whole investigation go on so well and whole 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 statistic and analysis go on so well smoothly, most of the scientists they want to send out their the, the information to those journals and they can get it published as early as possible. So there is another. Uh, example, uh, since um, on uh, Monday, the uh, United Kingdom government, they have sent out their study about their vaccination program and the efficacy, uh, effectiveness of the vaccination program to, uh, to the Lancet uh, about um, the whole vaccination program from December to now. It seems that uh, after the vaccination program, the uh, COVID uh, pandemics uh, has quite a uh, uh, subsequent um, quite um, significant extent of um, improvement um, at this moment. What do you make of the arrangements for the, for the uh, vaccination programme, um, the, the, the website arrangements? There's also some complaints I know about uh, portions being in Chinese only and, and therefore inaccessible to uh, people who didn't speak Chinese uh, and um, uh, some maybe some early problems with the, uh, 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 the website being full up, basically. Uh, any comments on that? Um, personally, I have not visited that website, but I think um, uh, if that website is only provide Chinese version without any English or even other uh, com uh, uh, version of other common language used in Hong Kong, as we said that uh, we have quite a numbers of uh, ethnic minority in Hong Kong. So I think it is uh, it is not a good arrangement uh, as the government that he wants to get as many people to get the jab as soon as possible. Uh, but uh, those kind of uh, minor technical problem uh, is common for a new website or new uh, technology to when they launch out. So I hope they will uh, correct it as soon as possible. Okay, can you just explain something? The BioNTech alternative were given, um, according to the website, certain centres are giving the Sinovac certain centres are giving the BioNTech. Now, am I right in understanding that this is the same as the Pfizer one? Um, uh, the, bi the BioNTech should be the Pfizer one, uh, because, but uh, we don't call it Pfizer one, because um, uh, in, uh, the, the one we get in Hong Kong, actually they're also pro uh, produced uh, in Germany, but they will send to a mainland China company first before they send to Hong Kong. So um, they can have, uh, because it is, uh, they have another name, but maybe we call it a biotech one, is, 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 is correct. Okay, it's but, but is it the there. case that it's licensed by the German company for production in Shanghai, or is it um, produced in Germany and sent through Shanghai first? Uh, actually, um, the, there are many different sources of information, but um, 
from what I heard, is still produced in Germany. But whether uh, they will produce, uh, they will move their production line to Shanghai, I'm not sure. But uh, definitely, they are cooperate with uh, uh, another pharmaceutical company in mainland. Uh, that pharmaceutical company is the distributor for uh, the BioNTech vaccine in for Hong Kong and uh, uh, China as well, maybe for Taiwan. Okay. And what about the arrangements with the uh, with the number of centres, the use of private and uh, public doctors uh, in this? Are you satisfied that that's uh, that's adequate? That's that's what gets going ahead, okay? Mm, as, uh, uh, for this week, uh, they will uh, uh, arrange the uh, injection in that five injection centres, and also the uh, public government outpatient uh, clinic. And sometime next week or a bit later. They will also distribute the Sinovac vaccine to the uh, private doctors. So I think if the uh, citizen who wants to get that vaccine, it should be quite easy. Mm. Okay, a, a few emails uh, on this. Um, Philip says, uh, we have... Uh, 2.02 million over 60s in Hong Kong. And there's 76,000 already booked in for a vaccination, resulting in being full for two weeks. How long is it going to take to just vaccinate the over 60s, let alone the remainder of the population? That is uh, from Philip. And uh, Lewis says, uh, if the government can only vaccinate 70,000 people in a 14-day period, then it equates to 5,000 per day. That means it would take over a year to vaccinate the 2.4 million priority cases. How come Boris the buffoon in the UK has been able to implement such an effective vaccination programme, but Hong Kong, with its small population, small geographical size and huge fiscal reserves, cannot. That comes uh, from uh, Lewis. Uh, Dr Moss, so there, there, will be more, there will be more people giving vaccinations, won't there, in, gradually? That, 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 will, that will increase, so that we should be able to increase the rate from more than 5,000 a day. Is that right? Um, I think maybe, first of all, that if this is the first phase of the vaccination program, they have not yet started uh, uh, doctors looking in the private clinic to give the injection there. So once you have launched out uh, that vaccination, uh, that part of the vaccination program, that we can speed up the, the program. However, uh, for, uh, for private doctors to inject uh, to give jab uh, in the clinic, it's only uh, they can only give final back. So uh, for 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 the rest of the uh, society who waiting for the biotech, so maybe the gov. The, 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 the private doctor cannot help much about that. Well, um, well Dr Ma, I think there are doctors such as OTNP have their own, own minus 70 degree fridge, so they can indeed give the BioNTech one. Um, first of all, um, uh, for the BioNTech, uh, they they, dis, uh, they suggest that you should uh, 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 store it in a minus 70 degrees uh, 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 refrigerator. A few hours before your uh, uh, injection, you can dissolve it and then store it in a, a normal refrigerator. So if the government can work out the logistic factor, they may, uh, let's say, send the uh, vaccine to the private doctors in that morning, and then uh, uh, then the doctors can uh, use it and save it in, in their own refrigerator for, uh, for, uh, for one day. But let's see what 
how the logistics go on. There's another issue may help uh, the, the vaccination program is that uh, actually Pfizer, they have taken up a study uh, about the uh, storage of the BioNTech vaccine. Uh, actually, the next study said that uh, the vaccine can be stored in refrigerator, let's say, minus uh, uh, 15 to 20 degrees. Uh, that is a refrigerator you can commonly find in hospital or uh, pharmacists. So um, uh, actually, the stability of the vaccine is still quite good in this temperature. So in the future, we may not need the uh, minus 70 degree refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Dr. Ma, do you think we should be <clears throat> testing people before we give them vaccines? Because there's a high chance, surely, that you're giving people vaccines who already are asymptomatic or have acquired immunity. And how else are we going to get a statistic on herd immunity if we don't test people at the point of vaccination? Um, how to say, uh, first of all, I understand that for those scientific studies, they usually test it because it's just for the study purpose. However, in the real world, uh, even in uh, Israel, even in UK, they didn't test the normal uh, individuals before they get the vaccine. Uh, of course, if you are sick, you should not take the vaccine. Uh, 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 taking the vaccine, even you have power infections or certain kind of immunity, seems to also still quite safe and no no adverse effects. So um, for Hong Kong, uh, I I am not I'm not sure with uh, if large amounts of us with the herb immunity as our infection rate are much uh, lower than the western country however uh, even for those um, uh, uh, recovered patients they have asked me whether they should get the vaccine i think uh, i will tell them uh, they are also safe to get the vaccine and also if even uh, you got infected with the local strain uh, maybe one day you will travel to some other countries get infected by other variants so you still need some certain kind of protection. But however, for a recovered individual, I would say that uh, you, are not, uh, you, are, you are not in hurry at this moment, so you can wait later to get the vaccine, but you are still safe and you should also consider the vaccination. Okay. Our address is uh, bankchatters.rthk.hk and our number is 233-88266. I think some of our listeners have registered. Uh, if you have done that uh, for, for vaccinations, uh, and, and you don't mind talking about it, to let, let us know your experience and why, why you've chosen to do that as well. That would be interesting. We'd love, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, some uh, comments. Uh, Douglas says the government website is in English, uh, but you can't book as the quota is full until 11th of March, so you can't book even if you wanted to, said Douglas. I think the problem comes actually when you get once you get past the sort of booking in the in the waiting uh, area that's what i've been told uh, jim says <clears throat> i am disappointed uh, with the program as initiated yesterday as a non-chinese reader i could not arrange any contact for an appointment it is not a minor issue if you are a priority candidate and can get no assistant and then inform that all bookings are full please ask a government representative to come on back chat to advise we will have a go at that that comes uh, from uh, jim uh, and uh, Douglas says, as neither Sinopharm nor Sinovac has been approved by the WHO, I wonder if other countries will approve any new type of travel passport from people in Hong Kong. That's a good question. That comes uh, from uh, Douglas. We're also joined now by Dr. Alvin Chan Yi Singh, who's a co-chairman of the Advisory Committee on Communicable Diseases at the Hong Kong Medical Association. Dr. Chan, good morning to you. Yes. Uh, thanks for joining us. How do you think the vaccination program uh, is going? So, uh, uh, booked ahead for, for, for two weeks in, in, in a day. That sounds uh, pretty good going. Well, I think the government has just 
install this turbo engine to make it run uh, faster than we uh, had expected it. Uh, but then, of course, uh, when it rolled out uh, in such a hasty manner, then uh, some of the logistics might not be well um, thought of, perhaps. Then, so that's why I fully understand the feelings of uh, uh, the, uh, some, some, especially minorities or English-speaking uh, citizens find it inconvenient to book a place. Uh, so I think there are places for improvement, room for improvement. And I think the scientific committee should also uh, have more discussions about uh, other scenarios, just like uh, just now the question asked by Ada, right, uh, about um, the, um, say, uh, those who are already infected, those... Asymptomatic Sorry. or otherwise. So, uh, for example, uh, those already infected, um, uh, perhaps the number uh, might not be that big, but still, uh, for those who were already infected, should they get vaccination? So, uh, in fact, uh, some studies abroad uh, had suggested that, um, say, just one shot will do instead of two. And some might uh, say that, uh, well, we should uh, um, let these already had a record of infection, they should wait um, and infect uh, whether the two-dose vaccination could um, precipitate a cytokine storm in, in those vaccinees already infected with COVID-19. These are some scientific issues that should be clarified by the scientific committee. I, I do agree with that. What would be the impact of a cytokine storm? Well, cytokine storm means the hyperreaction of the immune system in the human beings. In fact, the mortality and the morbidity of most um, uh, victims of the COVID-19 infection in the past uh, that killed people or made people suffer a lot uh, are due to hyperreactivity of the immune system. That is, the, the, the virus had uh, triggered the auto-response of the body to attack its own cells. And that is why there's a fulminant pneumonia, there could be a multi-system uh, immune response, and that killed the people due to renal failure, kidney failure, or heart failure, and thromboembolism, etc. And these responses were um, disproportional to the infection itself. The infection could be mild, but then it triggered the hyperreactive um, autoimmune response of the body uh, that we called a cytokine storm. And that is, even the, could the vaccine trigger a similar response to, to, to the body in infected people? Well, uh, that needs um, further elaboration from the uh, scientific uh, committee, I think. Uh, of course, having said that, we should not be scared about it because, after all, as the um, universal uh, community testing program last year had shown, 
Uh, only 40 out of the 1.78 billion tested in Hong Kong had uh, been picked up to be a confirmed positive cases, right? So, uh, in fact, an absolute number of such infected people in Hong Kong perhaps are still in the range of uh, uh, 10 to 20,000, I don't know. Uh, but then, uh, still, um, the question of whether we need to test our citizens before um, uh, uh, taking the vaccine uh, should not be um, a feasible, practical um, option in Hong Kong, uh, just as uh, uh, Dr. Ma had just said, even in Israel or in US or in UK, uh, no country could uh, really afford to do such testing before vaccination, mass vaccination program. So I, I think, uh, however, uh, if those who know that they have already been infected, they are positive confirmed cases, they don't need to rush to take the vaccine and should ask the scientific committee to confirm to us whether this should be a factor uh, for consideration. If they say that, no, you don't have to worry, uh, there should be no bearing on uh, the vaccination at all, then they could proceed to get the vaccination, then, then okay, then they clear the hurdle, then why not we ask all the citizens to do so, uh, to, to get the vaccination. All right. A lot of emails coming in on, on different aspects of this. Uh, Leslie Ann says, Dear Bank Chat, what planet was Patrick Nip on when he announced that the vaccine shots will commence this Friday, <clears throat> but not at full capacity or speed? His reasons being that healthcare workers need to get used to vaccinating and the general public need to be clear what paperwork will be needed. As far as I'm aware, healthcare workers have been generally trained in healthcare and how to vaccinate, and all the Hong Kong public should need is their ID cards, which everybody carries anyway. It's completely ridiculous that Hong Kong is already two months behind the UK. Europe and North America with our vaccination programme and every effort should be made to speed up the process. It also does not help the situation by Hong Kong only providing the Sinovac vaccine which the WHO has not sanctioned and the full clinical trials not yet published. That is from <coughs> Leslie Ann. Um, JR says, uh, is there any indication from the Hong Kong government why they are continuing to not allow Hong Kong citizens back from, example, the UK? Hong Kong has the most and one of the most stringent quarantine requirements for arrivals. Most countries usually let their citizens back home, uh, but not for Hong Kong. Uh, and uh, Jay also says a further thought arrivals uh, could be made to uh, have a vaccine at the start of their three week quarantine and then the booster at the end of the quarantine that would surely be enough to allow Hong Kong citizens back to Hong Kong the lady on air now said vaccines should be very easy for citizens to get which implies there are enough vaccines for returnees to uh, Hong Kong um, and uh, T.C. Lee says, uh, I'm interested to know the prices paid by the Hong Kong government for the various vaccines per shot. I don't think that's ever been published, as There's far as I know. There's been no mention of that, although the Chinese government's <coughs> been giving them free to lots of countries. Mm. Uh, and uh, A says, uh, Dear Backchat, I'm wondering at what point the government lessens or ends quarantine now that the vaccine programme has started. My family wants to get the vaccine as soon as possible so that we don't face quarantine when we leave and come back to, to uh, Hong Kong. Uh, Dr. Ma, do you have any idea on, on when, uh, you know, we might be able to have a little bit more free movement and, and shorten or do away with the quarantine now that the vaccination programme has started? Um. 
actually, I have no idea as well. But as uh, the, uh, the the audience said that we have the uh, one of the most strange uh, part of the world, and even for Taiwan, they will start to consider letting those um, uh, uh, visitor from foreign country, and uh, not only the citizen, to visit Taiwan with certain measures since March. So I have no reason, no no ideas why Hong Kong people cannot get back to Hong Kong. About the durations of quarantine, um, the, uh, the, the the experts said that they uh, occasionally find individuals uh, start to develop symptoms and infections uh, later than 14 days. But however, um, the number is really little. So be, uh, besides uh, taking a long duration period that uh, costs you a lot in money uh, in the hotel, it's a possible replaced by uh, uh, the, la- uh, the, uh, the late uh, the, uh, the late uh, seven the last seven days quarantine in home with the test uh, rather than a tw- whole 21 day in the hotel it should be discussed. Mm. Mm, because we still don't have the data do we on how many infections occur in the second and third week of quarantine. Um, actually, um, from uh, my per- personal experience, most of the um, uh, 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 most of the people who get contact with the, uh, for, let's say, the index case or the virus, they develop the infection within two weeks. Really, really, a very small numbers uh, develop uh, the infections on, let's say, 15 or 16 days. Even they develop the infection, uh, usually we find they are quite mild infections or they even asymptomatic. Just like me, we just randomly pick up some virus from their nostril. So, yes, I just wonder, is, uh, shall we keep all people in the hotel for 21 days? But very quick question. Uh, you're the, the president of the Public Doctors Association. Are the public doctors uh, taking the Sinovac uh, vaccine or are they taking BioNTech or any other vaccination or none at all? What's the general attitude? Um, have not uh, uh, conducted any survey for uh, uh, from by our association, but I did not uh, see uh, uh, large numbers of our colleagues rush to get the um, booking or rush to get the vaccine at this stage. Okay, well, Dr. Ma, thanks for thanks for joining us, uh, Dr. Narasina Ma, President of the Hong Kong Public Doctors uh, Association. Dr. Chan uh, will stay with us. We're also going to be joined by uh, another doctor uh, after the new private doctor after the news at uh, nine. Uh, keep your questions and, and comments coming. Uh, we're also going to be talking about. The multiple missions to Mars. The weather mainly cloudy with some sunny intervals. Maximum temperature today about 23 degrees, 19 degrees at the moment, with a relative humidity up at 80%. Good morning. He had to be extricated from the badly damaged vehicle by firefighters and paramedics and was taken from the scene to hospital by ambulance. According to his agent, Mark Steinberg, the golfer suffered multiple leg injuries. In a statement, he said Woods is currently in surgery and we thank you for your privacy and support. No other vehicle was involved in the crash. The cause is now being investigated. You're listening to the news on RTHK. Welcome back. This is Back Chats on a Wednesday morning with Anna Fenton and me, Hugh Chiverton. We're continuing to talk about the vaccination uh, programme and the latest uh, uh, anti-epidemic uh, measures uh, introduced by the administration. Uh, we're also going to be talking later about the uh, the many missions to Mars. It's not just NASA, you know, uh, India, 
and the UAE and China, of course, are, are also uh, involved in Mars missions uh, at the moment. Uh, we'll be talking about that with a professor from the University of, of uh, Hong Kong. Uh, we join now for this part of the programme. Dr. Ch- Dr. Chan is still with us. Uh, Alvin Chan, co-chairman of the Advisory Committee on Communicable Diseases at the Hong Kong Medical Association. We're also joined now by Dr. Aries Lungkwok Ling, who's the Chief Operating Officer of the Town Health Group. Um, uh, if you've got any questions or, or comments, uh, if you want a direct answer, best thing probably to do is to uh, call us directly, 233-88266. 233-88266 is the number, and uh, you can talk to the doctor. Uh, or you can email backchat at rthk.hk. We'll do our best to read out your messages. Or, or you can comment on our Facebook page. That's backchat on rthk radio 3. A reminder that Financial Secretary Paul Chan will, uh, will be with us uh, slightly earlier, between 8 and 9 on Friday, to answer questions about the budget speech which he is delivering uh, from 11 o'clock uh, today. That's uh, Friday for the Financial Secretary. Phone in from 8 to 9. OK, some thoughts from listeners. We've got a, a lot of emails, a lot of comments on various aspects. Uh, Henry on Facebook says, I have made appointment to take the Sinovac jab. My view is Sinovac vaccine is good and taking early protect myself and others. Our motherland would not send us vaccines that would harm us or whose efficacy is doubtful. Our Secretary for Health has said taking it is better than not taking it. UK experience shows decreasing infection rate following vaccination, so everyone should take the jab to bring the economy back. To distrust Chinese vaccines for ideological or sentiment towards China reasons, thus exposing themselves and others to infection risk, is no different from the previous attitude in US, where those wearing a mask were labelled as communists, liberals, democrats, etc. Hong Kong have had more than enough of the yellow-blue divide. Do we want Hong Kong to remain in this virus nightmare indefinitely? That is from uh, Henry. Uh, Mike says, uh, Fauci says on February 22nd, even if vaccinated, we want you to wear a mask and refrain from indoor dining. This was reported. Uh, Jimmy says, uh, your guest is uh, informative but not responsible for the government failure to, in an expeditious manner, complete a programme for priority numbers. A CHP official should come on and explain their failures. We have in the past tried to get... Uh, Centre for Health Protection uh, representatives to to, uh, join the programme without luck. Uh, Martin, though, says, uh, could you have... Uh, next time have a proper expert on the show. It's clear that Dr. Ma, that's Aracena Ma, knows little about our local and overseas vaccination programmes and the booking procedure except for I'm not sure and I don't know. But with her limited knowledge still finds opportunities to cherry pick issues which she is not sure of to criticise the Hong Kong government. Um... And uh, Jay says, please ask your expert on the efficacy and safety for an elderly person who has elevated blood pressure but on medication and had a flu vaccine recently. Is it a good candidate for the COVID vaccine? If so, which category or technology is best? When I tried to book yesterday for my parents, the doctor said the booking website will ask various questions, but it did not. That comes uh, from uh, Jay. Thanks very much indeed. Let's put that to a doctor in, in, in just a moment. Um, uh, Dr. Lung, good morning. We could start with maybe good morning, with you. Hong Kong. Good yeah, morning, yeah. RTK. Uh, how do you think the programme is going so far? I think it's going very well with the overwhelming response of the public in the first day, booking 70,000 people. I think it is a very, very positive response. Hmm. Uh, uh, why do you think people have chosen to do this? Uh, if you look at the if you look at the vaccines that are available and are going to be available, uh, it seems that uh, Sinovac uh, has is 
you know, much less uh, effective. Uh, and it doesn't have the publication. It's not approved by the WHO and so on. Um, uh, why would people choose to have the Sinovac now rather than wait for another one? Now, first of all, the Sinovac vaccine is made uh, from traditional ways to manufacture uh, uh, vaccines, basically to destroy the life of the viruses and to inject the whole particle into human bodies so as to solicit the um, uh, immunity. Now, this is a very well-known way, and, and therefore people know what they are receiving. So they, 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 they basically have trust on traditional things. And medicine, healthcare is very, very conventional and traditional. And in the survey, even first to doctors. Now, I myself was taken back because the doctors find themselves favoring the Sinovac vaccine, despite whatever the, the other allegations are. So this is the first thing. And the second thing is... So, so what, uh, what, what doctors are they? What, what doctors favour it? The, the general doctors um, surveyed, uh, I, if I remember it right, nearly half of them prefer the Sinovac. And while another brand has taken quite some support, but not as much. Okay. Now, so it is even amongst doctors. And it was quite uh, one or two months ago. Um, now, um, uh, the visualization that the senior government officials also receive it uh, is also a boost. Uh, this is the first one available, also helps. Um, so basically, people are rushing to it because they know what they are doing, they, they know what they are taking. Um, the you, you, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Dr. Long, you say, you say that, but then where is, the, where is the published material, where is the WHO approval, and why is, from what we learn, is this 50% uh, less effective than the BioNTech? Because they're talking about 60% effectiveness as opposed to 90% for the BioNTech. Is that right? Is that, are they directly comparable? Uh, now, all our, our uh, uh, colleagues who have done research um, uh, from a lot of scholars, um, Dr. Uh, uh, Professor Gabriel, uh, all these people are reminding us that you cannot compare like for like, as if like for like, because... The researchers are done in different places and with a change in epidemiology, uh, based infection rate. Why, why is that? I, yeah, yeah, it's a good point. But why on earth is that? Why can't we see figures that are comparable for, for Sinovac to the other uh, vaccines? Probably the only data which would be comparable, right, for, for intellectual research, right, would come from us, Hong Kong, because it's the only place where two vaccines are given side by side, and then later we'll, we can compare... Well, no, 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 because other vaccines are not given. You don't have to give them side by side. We've got, we've got global comparable results from a number of from vaccines, from Johnson and other, other sources. Uh, 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 comparable. They sorry? They're done in different places with different infection rates. So we, we can't really compare that way. All we know is they, they will help, and therefore um, uh, with our... Uh, expert panel of more than 20 people, they have studied it and therefore they recommend that this is useful to people who receive it. Sorry, you're saying... You're saying the people are, are taking the advice. So you're saying, trust me, I'm a doctor. Sorry, I can't show you the data. Um, uh, well, we, we don't really say that, but we are, we are seeing a public response showing a positive confidence onto this brand. Mm. Uh, because you know no, you no, might. You... I'm not trying to, to, to yeah. promote the Sinovac. Yeah. 
I, I have both brands of vaccines with my group. I have both the Sinovac and the, the mRNA vaccine. So I am equally for both vaccines. Sure. Which one will you take yourself? I operate a center in Zhangguan Old because I uh, asked for the... No, no, the you yourself personally. Which one will you I yourself? Would, uh, and here, I'm explaining this way. Now, I will operate a center there and I have to demonstrate to the public that I do what I trust. I ask for a center. I will go to the center. I hope I will, be, I will have a place on the first day it operates. It is likely to be in the middle of March, and I would, I would take it there personally. Okay, so you would take that. All right. Uh, what, what about that question about uh, somebody who's got uh, elevated blood pressure but on medication and had a flu vaccine recently, uh, an elderly person? Would that be a reason to not take the uh, vaccine or any particular vaccine, Dr. Leung? I will welcome him. No problem. I, I will want to hold him in my arms and actually give him the injection. Okay. <laughs> okay. Doctor Chan. Uh, okay. okay. Sorry. Chan, are you sorry. Still there? Yeah. Hang on. We got a, we got a lot of emails. Um, uh, Doug says, uh, "When will we be able to book for the BioNTech uh, vaccination? I think that's got to arrive first, um, but there was some talk of that arriving later in at the end of this week. So we'll see what happens there." Uh, Jay says, "What is the story of kids who don't have Hong Kong ID card? Oh, that's something uh, different." Uh, uh, a says, as a healthy 40-something, it would be good to hear a plan from the government as to when different age groups can expect to get the vaccine. The UK has given time expectations based on age groups. Uh, what will happen here? Uh, Mr Pink says, the South China Morning Post today reports that Thailand may consider waiving the current mandatory 14-day quarantine for visitors who have been vaccinated against COVID. While that would be great news for Thailand's struggling economy and for Hong Kongers eager to travel to the land of smiles, such a policy would really only work if Hong Kong grants a quarantine waiver to returning Hong Kong residents. The, does the government have uh, any such plans? That's a question from uh, Mr Pink. Uh, Jablus in Jordan says, Dear Backchat, yet another slapstick comedy show by Carrie and the Clowns. All vaccine slots full till March the 11th. That is 35,000 each week. How long will it take to vaccinate the priority group of 2.5 million? And then comes the second shot. Two out of ten for initiative. Um... Uh, Jim says the doctor who just said the registration program is going great has not been held on the line for 30 minutes then failed to get a booking uh, G says what is the difference in efficacy rate between the two mainland vaccines and why is only the Sinovac vaccine available here and not the Sinopharm and it's uh, from G uh, Peter says according to the new data released as of February the 12th uh, 15,923 adverse reactions to COVID vaccines, including 929 deaths, have been re reported by the CDC in the US um, since J December the 14th. The latest VARS dat data shows that 799 of the deaths were reported in the US and about one-third of those deaths occurred within 48 hours of the individual receiving the vaccination. Could you please ask your experts if they can comment on the following data from the vaccine efforts in the US, which mainly uses mRNA vaccines like those developed by Pfizer and Moderna, and how that might compare to Sinovac or Sinopharm, as so far there are very few reported side effects for the Chinese vaccine, even though more than 45 million people have been vaccinated worldwide. That comes from Peter. Dr. Chan, have you thoughts on that? I mean, that goes to what also 
Dr. Lohan was saying about the sort of inherent uh, safety of the uh, the uh, Sinovac uh, uh, approach uh, to uh, vaccinations? Well, I personally would think that uh, both vaccines in Hong Kong available um, are endorsed by the scientific committee after their careful consideration. But the fact, of course, is that uh, the Sinovac had not yet any published data in the peer-reviewed international journals of their third-based results. And, of course, that's a fact. And, uh, in fact, um, um, well, just now Dr. Leung had mentioned about a survey among doctors in Hong Kong. Uh, that is quite a small survey, and uh, I don't know how they select uh, the uh, subjects of survey, <laughs> how, how, how the 444 doctors were chosen to be the respondents in the survey. So um, perhaps uh, we need to have a representative survey in Hong Kong, uh, like one done by Zhejiang, that is uh, one provincial um, CDC uh, in China. They had uh, surveyed seven and. 756 healthcare and epidemic prevention workers, and 42% of those healthcare uh, workers would, <clears throat> would, would both would take the jab according to the survey. And so that's why the government organized drive launched after the uh, vaccines were approved for emergency use was still quite uh, unsatisfactory. And well, can I, when, when was that? That was quite a long time ago, wasn't it? When was that? No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that this and, year? Uh, well, it is reported in South China Morning Post uh, yesterday. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Only 28% said they were willing to take a shot of their own accord once the vaccines were on the market for all. Now, that is a survey by the um, Center of Disease uh, and Prevention and Control in Zhejiang in one of the coastal provinces. And so they um, asked the government to have more education about vaccine effectiveness and safety. And that is in mainland China. So I think even uh, our mainland China uh, CDC have faced the fact that um, we need to up, uh, to boost up the uh, motivation of the public to receive vaccines if we really want to achieve the herd immunity um, at an achievable date uh, this year or next year. Otherwise, um, well, if less than half of the population get the vaccines, we could not achieve the herd immunity, not to mention the efficiency of individual vaccines that we had chosen. So uh, I agree with Dr. Leung that we could not compare um, the two vaccines just uh, over the um, superficial figures. The best way to compare is, of course, a head-to-head uh, study, uh, but that is quite impossible to do in the real world. And uh, so people would just look at the figures they could see. And I think it would be good if, uh, of course, if Sinovac could um, publish their data in uh, uh, international peer-reviewed uh, okay. journal as soon as possible. Okay, Dr. Lung, okay. Even without that, uh, uh, the scientific committee had already endorsed that, mm. and we could have confidence in our scientific committee. That's all. Dr. Lung, do you want to respond? Um, 
basically, my attitude is very simple. If a citizen wants uh, full overseas, uh, very clear evidence about what is happening and what will happen, and together with continuing available surveillance data in the in the lay media, then they can choose the beyond that. But if they, ha- they want to have a very mild reaction and they have trust in a very traditional method of uh, 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 production of vaccines, then they can have the sign of that. Uh, but whatever they want, please take one. This is my most important appeal. Please take one. Uh, Neil in an email says I am looking to adopt a granny to be one of the two people who can accompany an over 70 but seriously I will choose the Sinovac I have confidence that the Sinovac vaccine which uses a dead virus to help the body develop an immune response is a tried and tested method of developing vaccines I'm not sure of a new system of vaccines put forward by Pfizer-BioNTech known as BNT162B2 which uses a messenger RNA to train the immune system to recognise the spike protein and the coronavirus coronavirus uses to invade human cells and then attack it. Maybe I will have this Pfizer vaccine next year when more data will be available as I believe vaccination against corona may become an annual event like the flu vaccine. Mix and match may give a better immunity uh, over the years to come. I will go to a private doctor to get my vaccination as soon as possible. Why? To protect my family, hopefully make travel easier and do my bit for society. That is uh, from Neil. Johnny says, any truth to rumours that the BioNTech Pfizer vaccines are already uh, in Hong Kong? Um, uh, Jay says, what's the story with kids who don't have Hong Kong ID cards because they're too young, holding BNO passports? Will they be rejected by the health authority for the jab? Uh, Two, if Hong Kong can roll out a million people for protests, why can't we fill Victoria Park or the Jockey Club with a thousand doctors to administer the vaccine? It would only take uh, a few days. Uh, Paul says, can I choose between the different vaccines the government offers? Uh, according to the website, you can. Yeah, you, you, you register for a, certain, uh, for a certain vaccine. The centres are only one type of vaccine, so you choose, such as the San and Glen Eagles on Hong Kong Island are going to be BioNTech when it's available. So look at the centre relative to whichever one you want. Yeah, if you, if you look at the website now, you get a sense, you get a sense of that. And, you know, there's a sort of space for where the BioNTech will go. Uh, Alison says, uh, on Monday's back chat, some listeners, as well as one of your guests from the F&B industry, predicted that it was just a matter of time before restaurants would only entertain customers who had been vaccinated. I agree. Indeed, if government were to set a proposed date for implementation of such a policy, it would certainly accelerate the public's acceptance of the vaccine programme. That is from uh, Alison. Many thanks to our guests this morning. Uh, Dr Lung, thank you very much indeed. Dr Eris Lung-Kwok-Ling is the Chief Operating Officer of the Town Health Group and Dr Alvin chan Yixing, who's the Co-Chair of the Advisory Committee on Communicable Diseases uh, at the uh, Hong Kong Medical Association. Thank you for the, for the many questions uh, as well. Uh, just a few uh, comments uh, before we get to our second topic today uh, relating to discussion uh, yesterday, uh, we talked a little bit about uh, cars, luxury cars. Uh, Neil says, in fact, the car uh, can be personalised. You need to apply for transport department for approval. This is a question of modifications. The police have many problems to deal with at different times of the day. Illegal parking does not happen in Central on Sundays. There are not too many cars in Hong Kong. It's considerate drivers that that's inconsiderate drivers that are the problem. But he's correct. The traffic police are understaffed. Vehicle noise is not covered under the noise ordinance. Cameras are set up by the transport department. Uh, Will says, I've lived in front of the flyover. 
where Connaught Road Central becomes Connaught Road West for over 10 years. I'm regularly woken up at least once a week, normally between 1 and 4 a.m., by people in exotic and, to be fair, non-exotic cars racing at insane speeds. This is right outside the Central Police Station. Police seemingly do nothing. And uh, Bowen says, on uh, Mr. Shabao Long's uh, comments, this is on uh, reform in Hong Kong, election uh, uh, matters. Uh, Bowen says, just a few words of caution for Mr. Shabao Long and his advisers. The frequent use in this region of terms like democracy, election, universal suffrage, and now patriotism, invested as they are with meanings wildly different from their traditional meanings in the West, and often follows by what are seen as draconian or risible results, is liable to be seen as proof of deceitfulness and to generate mistrust. This can lead to serious policy consequences, serious foreign policy consequences in the West. Any insistence on the right to give definitions as one sees fit will likely be met with a further charge of ill will or extremism. Because why would one want to deploy a term against someone who one knows has always used it extremely differently? It's from Bowen. We'll turn finally today to um, Mission to Mars. You might have seen pictures and uh, maybe the uh, newly released uh, video of um, uh, a a, a NASA-sponsored mission uh, to Mars, a landing uh, on the Red Planet uh, very uh, recently. Uh, Very interesting um, video. Um, But uh, there are other missions to Mars that are ongoing at the moment. There's a Chinese one. There's actually one from the UAE and there's one from India as well which is uh, circling uh, at the moment as well. To tell us more we're joined now by Professor Quentin Parker who's for a professor in the Department of Physics at the University of Hong Kong. Professor Parker good morning to you. Uh, good morning yes um, I'm also a director of the laboratory for space research and that actually has some direct connections with these uh, these missions to Mars that you're talking about. Oh right okay great well, what are the de- direct uh, connections? Oh, well, well, the connections are that we're interested in um, uh, participating in future Mars missions. I mean, the current Chinese one is, is called Tianwen-1. And as you know, with Changi missions to the moon, we're up to Changi-5 already. So but there'll be uh, many more missions to Mars, and they're every two years, because that's a period of time when the distance between uh, the Earth and, and Mars is, is favourable. It's closest during that period, you know, because of Earth and, moon and Mars... Uh, move around the sun at, in different orbits at different rates and so only once every 26 months do they kind of have this favorable alignment so you can send probes more efficiently and cheaply to mars which is what which is why you if, if you ever wonder why there's mars missions only every two years or so that's precisely why there's three missions at the moment that went out uh, for this current closest approach between the earth and, and mars that's the one you mentioned the united arab emirates mission uh, called hope and that's just an orbiter so it's orbiting around Mars now, and its, uh, its main scientific mission is just to analyze the upper atmosphere of Mars and look at the way that gases like hydrogen and oxygen are escaping from the planet as Mars loses its atmosphere. Because, you know, billions of years ago, Mars was much more hospitable to life and it had a much thicker atmosphere than it has today. Then, uh, you know, the three missions all arrived very similarly. Uh, first one was the United Arab Emirates mission Hope. Then uh, Tianwen One arrived a day later than the um, than the UAE one, and then uh, the American one uh, arrived and it immediately deployed its uh, its rover. Now the, the 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 Chinese mission is a five ton spacecraft that also has a rover and deployable camera, etc. But it's not going to deploy its rover to Mars until May. At the moment, it's still orbiting Mars. But the American one went straight into a, a manoeuvre that uh, deployed its rover and is now sitting pretty on the surface of Mars in, in, a, in, a, in a crater. 
And that's the amazing videos that many of us have seen. I was absolutely astonished to see that amazing video of the deployment of that uh, mission, uh, NASA mission to Mars with the um, heat shield going off and, and then the, um, the canopy, the big canopy being deployed and that being released and then the sky crane <laughs> lever lowering the actual rover onto the surface as the uh, other body was sort of uh, using its thrusters to, to keep above the surface of Mars and then it flew off. So this is just amazing. I mean, so we've got these three exciting missions, all with different science missions and all happening on Mars right now. Are they leaving all this stuff behind or does it get brought back to Earth? Uh, well, at the moment, uh, there's been about 49 missions to Mars historically, and all of them have either crashed into Mars, missed the planet completely, or arrived on Mars, and that's where they stay. If they land safely or crash into the surface, that's where they stay. But, 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 there are, of course, plans to eventually bring back samples from Mars to Earth, like China has recently done with its Chang'e 5, bringing back a few kilograms of moon rock from the moon. The only the other country after America that, and, and Russia, which only brought back a few grams, but America quite a bit, but China, the only other major power to do this. Now, the American uh, lander and rover is planning to collect samples and leave them on Mars to be recovered later. So, you know, it's, so they're recovered later. And we have people like um, uh, Professor Joe Machowski here at Hong Kong U in the LSR is an expert on Mars mineralogy and subsurface life possibilities. And, you know, he's very, very excited and linked in to many of the, of, of the, of the missions as well. And we've got a, an amazing character called T.C. Ung, who's an LSR consultant, dentist by trade, who's just come up with a very novel idea for a drill for the Mars uh, surface to get much deeper into the Mars soils and subsurface than the current drills. So we do have a, a little bit of interest at the, in Hong Kong U in, in, in getting involved in, in these exciting missions to Mars. Okay, uh, here's an old chestnut. It's a question from MT. It says, the prevention of the destruction and pollution of our own planet is a priority for us all. Why bother with Mars? Why bother with Mars, Professor Parker? Yeah, well, that's a very, very good question. A lot of people think, well, it's huge amounts of money. But uh, in fact, uh, the money uh, that's costing us to get uh, to Mars, and it's actually a very small part of the global economy. And in fact, it's getting cheaper because our uh, ability to send things into space is becoming miniaturized. Things are smaller than they used to be. What used to have to take a, a size of a bus can now be done in, in the size of, of a small box. Uh, in terms of the same capability. So missions are getting cheaper anyway. But the other thing is, you know, at the end of the day, humanity, will it always stay on this planet? And if we use up all the resources that we seem to be doing, what next? We won't have developed the capability or the technology to save ourselves. Yes, of course, it's vitally important to protect our planet as much as we can. But looking at the way that human nature is going, do you really believe that should be our only option? You know, I really think we need to, you know, um, not roll the dice completely on our own planet, but, you know, don't put all our eggs in one basket. Look at the future, too, and the future of humanity surely must be also in the future off this own planet and into other environments, whether it's in space stations around our planet, on the moon with moon bases like America and China planning, or indeed on Mars, which perhaps could be terraformed in the future, because it once was hospitable for life. Well, many thanks for, for, for joining us, for, uh, Professor Parker, uh, Professor in the Department of Physics, University of Hong Kong, and uh, Associate Director, is that right, of the Laboratory for Space Research? He's gone. Uh, yeah, I think, I think that's right. <laughs> uh, thanks. Yeah, is that right, Professor Parker? 
Yes, it is great. Yeah, okay, thank you very cool. much. Thank you very much indeed for, no, for joining us this morning and, and telling us about that. Uh, Ilnor on Facebook says, are there any plans to expand the options of COVID-19 vaccines available in Hong Kong and procure Russia's Sputnik V or Sputnik V vaccine as its efficacy rate is 92%? This would provide a wider choice of options for Hong Kong people to choose from. Uh, Alison says, uh, on Monday's uh, back... Oh, I think we've read that... Uh, uh, Alison, in a different email, says, uh, Dear Backchat, Hong Kong is only 7.5 million people. Surely we can all be vaccinated by the summer. At the end of the day, we're a relatively small population in a relatively small geographical uh, area. Uh, Jim says, Please, please stress the vaccine is not a cure. The goal is herd immunity until a booster or more protective treatments are available. Any virus can or may uh, mutate. And uh, Martin says, to really find the difference between the efficacy, you have to compare the methodologies of the studies. For instance, the Pfizer vaccine is only 19 to 29% effective using the same method used in Brazil to evaluate the effectiveness of the Sinovac vaccine. Because for the Pfizer study, a category called suspected COVID-19 was excluded from the calculation, whereas in the Sinovac study, the group was included. And that was correct. You're correct. That was reported to the FDA meeting on December the 10th, so they know about that. OK. Well, thank you very much indeed for, for those. Thank you very much indeed to Professor Parker and uh, to you, Anna. Uh, here's the weather before we go. Uh, it's going to be mainly cloudy with some sunny intervals and temperatures up to about 23 degrees today. Tomorrow it's going to be windier at first and then visibility will be relatively low on Friday and a few rain patches later, slightly cooler. On Saturday, 19 degrees at the moment, relative humidity now 78%. No matter how fit we are, it is important to get vaccinated to prevent COVID-19. All along, we have received different vaccines to prevent infections. Vaccines will help create antibodies and memory in our immune system. When we come into contact with viruses in future, our immune system will quickly resist them. It is the simplest and most effective method to protect ourselves and others. Let's get vaccinated. 9.33, the news now with Samantha Butler. Former Democratic Party chairwoman and legislator Emily Lau has likened Hong Kong's political situation to lawlessness, with authorities using whatever is convenient to justify their actions. She was commenting after the government moved to change the law to make district councillors swear an oath of allegiance, and if they breach it, they'll be banned from office for five years. The Financial Secretary Paul Chan is set to deliver his much-anticipated budget as people look for measures to help them through the pain of COVID and to lift the economy. But the finance chief cautioned against expectations of a spending spree because of a drop in reserves. And no new coronavirus cases have been found after an overnight lockdown and testing of 520 residents at two buildings in Sampo Kong. The lockdown was lifted at 7am. I'll have more news at 10 o'clock. Welcome to a brand new morning, and now the back chat's through. Hold tight to the side of your seat, it's the morning brew. It's Phil Whelan and his dealing, an interview or two. Live now on Radio 3, it's the morning brew. He'll entertain you lots, well fingers crossed, until his voice is shot. A dedicated individual Sit back, enjoy the chat Plus a tune or two 